should be the best time of your life, then why does it suck so bad? Because you're not listening to the Growing Boulder Radio Show. Oh wait, you are. Here are your hosts, Bill Schaefer and Mark Middleton. Hey everybody, welcome back to the GBRS, the Growing Boulder Radio Show. Mark and Bill, and Bill, our next guest is a Harvard grad who in the 70s and 80s helped produce Sesame Street. Yeah. She launched Spy Magazine, uh, the most influential magazine of the 80s and the 90s. She was worldwide creative director for Nickelodeon and Nick at Night. Hasn't stopped there no. either, Mark, because now she's one of America's most respected columnists and writers, period. And she's ignited a national debate, this is great, on hair dye. <laughs> Follow me here. She wrote an article for Time Magazine called The Gray Wars, and she's the author of Going Gray, What I Learned About Beauty, Sex, Work, Motherhood, Authenticity, and Everything Else That Matters, and it's got to be a big book to fit that title on it. Let's welcome Ann Kramer to the show. Hey, Ann. Hi. How are you? Let's go into this this hair thing because it's great. Tell us about the, the genesis of this and what you learned. Well, you know, I started going gray when I was 25, wow. and I... Um, at that point, started just putting highlights into my hair and never looked back until one moment a couple of years ago, I happened to glance at a photograph a dear friend of mine had sent me where I was between my 16-year-old blonde daughter and another friend who had gray hair, and I was right in the middle with my dark black dyed hair, and I thought, whoa, this looks fake, and, you know, I had no idea what my natural hair color was, and that moment when the fog lifted, I thought, let's see what it's like, and here I am. You haven't gone back. You've resisted it. Beyond that, haven't gone back and resisting it. I have. I have never been happier uh, with my hair in my life, and never gotten more comments from people. You know that I've never that I don't even know on the street. It's it's bizarre and liberating. We we want to hear about some of the the, the field testing that you did. But but first of all, Anne, are you at least a little surprised at the firestorm that this thing has created? I I was reading something else uh, unrelated to this the other day, and I uh, stumbled upon a blog, and there was a woman there who 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 was taking you to task she could not have been more upset over the fact that uh, that that you have thrown down the gauntlet and said that uh, to dye your hair is to deny your age or to dye your hair is to deny your age and she did not like that Uh, are you surprised that the reaction on both sides of this argument that you're getting well yeah i am because i've actually tried to kind of look at it from a broader perspective i mean when i started this it was just kind of my own personal journey of self-discovery um, but then as I started going out into the world, I started getting really um, one or two kinds of responses from my friends. Some of them were like, you're insane. Why are you doing this? Uh, you know, why would you let yourself go? And then the other one was like, you know, high-fiving me, uh, you know, into some new kind of secret culty sisterhood. And I think the reason why it's touched such a nerve with people is, you know, obviously with your show, uh, you know, there's 77 million of us now in that 43 to, you know, 65 age demo. And uh, for the first time in history, there's a lot of us getting old in front of our very faces, and we don't know how to deal with that and what it means. So I think I think the fact that uh, I've sort of said, let's think about why we make the choices we make. I don't care if people do or don't die personally but i just want people to know that they have the option not to if they want to yeah you're talking to two guys and who just wish they had hair that they could (laughs) die or that would turn gray but we don't so that being said what did happen what happened when you went out and applied for jobs or even went looking for dates when you had the gray hair and when you didn't yeah well it was interesting. I did, the, the, I did a bunch of research, and I had a survey, and the kind of data that came back from the survey was that 
the things that the top two things that sort of frightened people about getting older were that they would lose their sexual attractiveness or they would lose their professional opportunities. So I figured the best way I knew to kind of get at hair color being the determining factor in terms of the attractiveness question was to go on Match.com. So I um, went on Match.com with my hair first photoshopped back to its brown sort of shade. And then I went on three months later with it in its gray shade. And I did it in New York, Chicago, and Los Angeles. And I was blown away. Three times as many men in each market wanted to go out with me with my hair gray as they did with my hair brown. And, and how do you interpret that? Well, you know, my, my guess is Good Morning America did a similar experiment coming off my book with a woman who was 61 in Florida, the exact same thing, and she had uh, the same responses. More men wanted to go out with her hair gray than brown. And she said the same thing I said, which is I, I, my guess is it's scary enough and hard enough to meet new people when you get older that uh, to the degree that my gray hair showed uh, that I was being at least truthful on that level, I might... Mm feel more like an you know it would be easier to meet me and it would be i might be less judgmental of them you know i I don't really know yeah maybe less intimidating or or obviously somebody who's having a hard time finding guys maybe you seem more vulnerable yeah i I think all of it and i I think you know i think to the degree that uh, you know i think the country actually is kind of thirsty for um truth-telling and authenticity. I think, you know, whether it's from the political arena to, you know, Ugly Betty on television, uh, you know, um, maybe it's time. I think people are kind of um, looking for things that feel more real to them, and I think that that might be what made the men respond to me. I hear you, Ann, but the truth hasn't worked in decades. It sounds great, but it never works in a practical application. Well, that's in America. I mean, we were just on vacation in England, and the uh, 65% of people in America color their hair according to Clairol, and I think we know neighborhoods where it's probably more like 100%. But in England, I think only about 30% of the women seem to dye their hair. And so everywhere I went, there were women of every body type, hair type, skin type, you know, position in life, walking around with their hair. And there was a kind of great sense of role models. And so I, I, I think it may be um, a slightly peculiar American phenomenon that, you know, I don't know. I, my, my thinking is that at the time when women first started going into the workforce in any significant numbers, is the same time in the 50s when home hair color became easy and affordable and you could do it in the privacy of your home. And I think those two things kind of got inextricably linked so that going out into work meant you had to almost dye your hair to have a new kind of non-homemaker persona. And, you know, I, from my perspective, it's time to open up the conversation and have, have uh, more alternatives out there available to us. Hey, Ann, we're down to our final moment, but uh, maybe the polar opposite of authenticity and honesty <laughs> is Hollywood. And we are such a celebrity-worshipping society. Why is it that there are so few uh, celebrities that are willing to, to, to be real? Those are the role models, it seems to me, we need. Well, I, I, I would go even further from that and say, why, why narrow it to celebrities? Of our 16 female senators, ranging in age from 46 to 74, not a single one of them has gray hair, where, you know, experience and maturity should be the kind of hallmarks of what they're trying to communicate. I, I think it's because of what I was talking about earlier was the kind of uh, when women first went into the workforce. I think of Katie Couric and Hillary Clinton and 
you know, uh, Susan Sarandon had their natural color hair, uh, there would be more sense for us in the uh, country that, wow, these powerful women, you know, like Helen Mirren in mm. England, can do this, and it's, it's, it's possible. And this is great stuff. What great fuel for fodder. Really makes us all think about our own lives. And, folks, you can learn a lot more from Anne. Go to her website, www.anne.com. K-R-E-A-M-E-R dot com. And her, her book is Going Gray, What I Learned About Beauty, Sex, Work, Motherhood, Authenticity, and Everything Else That Matters. Fabulous job there. And folks, we got a lot more of the Growing Boulder radio show coming up. Stay where you are. The Growing Boulder radio show, where groovy guys and hip chicks hang out. Peace. Peace.